Hi. Sounds louder than normal. I think my ears are just sensitive today. It's all that Rocket League. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. It's something. (laughs) Wow. You actually sequenced everything correctly. I'm just waiting for it all to fuck up right now. That's all I'm waiting for. I didn't sequence everything correctly because my tablet's all blasting the stream. (laughs) Oh, were you you feedback looping us? Yeah, I was feedbacking. Feeding, feeding back, feed, feedbacking, feedbacking. Everyone, get ready for an interesting show because I'm pretty degaff at the moment. <laughs> like, like, it's like self-destructive level of degaff. So who knows where this <laughs> show is going to go yolo. today? Why is my light not on? I knew oh. something looked weird. Oh, Phil, Govi. talk about some crap right now while I figure out what's happening. Yeah, here. what the heck is up with this Govi app or Govi lights update? Because we have these, we have a bunch of Govi lights at the studio, and then for some reason recently they just all started turning off randomly. Like that. That's supposed to be yeah. on forever, like twenty four seven, along with the accent lights and everything. Why our does studio. the frame rate look terrible in this? Like, oh yeah, it does look terrible. I did. We, we didn't do anything. We didn't change anything. <laughs> the, the, look the, at this. Somebody said the stream is in twelve fps, twenty four fps. RTX. <laughs> oh jeez. What happened? I don't know. I didn't change anything. I didn't either. Does it? Are you sure? Is something frame rate wise in the camera didn't change? No. Well, let me check. <laughs> what the Awkward. heck? I apologize for all the audio listeners. Look, this has just been the week of all tech crap. Just don't work. As the BC boys just would be say. Just be stupid. It's sabotage. Yeah, 60 30 FPS. Yeah. Capture card, maybe. I, do, I mean, I don't. Nothing. I didn't change a damn thing. Whatever. You guys just get very cinematic today. Okay. <laughs> This, this, this show's about the audio anyway, right? Let's FPS, face it. FPS brought to you by Ace. Because <laughs> <'Cause> it is. <laughs> we, we checked. We were joking about that right before the stream. We are like, wait a second. Is our stream rig on an Asus board? Yeah, it literally is. So without any more information, we're going to call it that. <laughs> it's Asus's fault that we're in 12 FPS right now. I have never, ever had it. Yeah. That's like not I, even 24. That's like, that's bad. Yeah. It looks like 15 or something. You talk about what something, Phil, because I want to figure it out. You want to try figuring it yeah, out? I'm really... Well, Nick was talking about a... Wait, you were oh. literally explaining a 3D... You found a new 3D printing process or something that came out? Yeah. Did you want to say that for later? <laughs> no. Just run into it right now. We're, we're YOLOing this Why stream? Why say it for yeah. later? I'm saying right, we well, need... right here? Yeah. Okay. Well, so basically it's called additive friction stir deposition. Like friction stir deposition. Oh, well, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, so instead of like your normal heat up and extrude your material and extrude it, mm. this one just spins it around to the point where it's still like under melting temp and it just kind of smears it on top. So, oh, you, so and you like, can do it with metal. It's like metal. Yeah, it's like metal friction welding, except instead of using it to connect parts, it's depositing it. Yeah, That's yeah, crazy. it deposits it. So it's your. Oh, it, I don't know. It was just really neat because I, I was looking at the website like last night. My friend told me about it. So I started yeah. digging into it. I'm like, this is actually kind of cool because it isn't because because it's not using like melting temps. You're yeah. not going to, what do you say, compromise the material by already heating it up. Like that's why we only put like when you do a weld in a roll, roll cage, you only do it once. Right. There's like the whole area around the weld that's like, uh, what is it? Heat, like it's heat, not damaged, it's, it's but like tempered yeah. in a way. But yeah. yeah. So this kind of takes that out and you could actually print out stronger pieces or in some cases even repair things on a large scale. So that's dope because, uh, <laughs> I know relativity space is the company that's doing like full size 3d printed rockets. Yeah. And obviously they're printing in metal cause PLA isn't going to hold <laughs> freaking fuel and oxidizer. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I don't know if, 
I don't think they're using friction. I think they were just using standard, just like 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 that. that, that, that Whoa. Uh, oh, no. what? I, what have you I didn't do anything. Do anything. Hold, on. Hold, on. Hold on. You are okay. now entering the twilight zone. <laughs> I quit. You know what? I quit. Dude, I'm out. <laughs> so over this shit. Wait, it says Elgato no signal. Baby uh -oh. shit. I don't care anymore. <laughs> Motion blur users totally vibing right out. Yeah. <laughs> just doing this the whole time. Yeah. It is an Asus motherboard, by the way, yeah. in this system. I wasn't I joking when you said, yeah, it's Asus. Is this planned obsolescence? Like, is it? They just sent out. They're like, they're like the moment. The, the, the execute order 66. The and moment now, Jay puts the video up, it's just like every Asus board in the office just compromises itself. <laughs> uh, I don't. See, all I did was open up the Elgato app to see if maybe. Oh, uh, and then it started. Well, no, to Elgato stole. The video. Oh, right. Because it's like, wait, we're the capture card. We get the priority. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then it was capturing the audio as well. So it was, that's why you were hearing. That's why they saw no signal, but heard the audio being like, like doubled. Echoed, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Oh, I'll deal with it. I apologize. Literally, we have done nothing. Touched this computer one time. Yeah. For a... It wasn't even, we didn't even use the camera of the Elgato. It was just us Literally like, on, a, audio, on a conference yeah, call. Yeah, like an audio conference call. Since the since last Friday when we did the last stream and everything was fine. So That's I'm, funny. look, if I say I'm at the end of my rope right now regarding just, I want to grab some of these, these, these tech company CEOs and I just want to smack the shit out of them. <laughs> like I want to take them into a corner and I want to literally smack the ever loving crap and like close, no, open hand slap, like a disrespectful <laughs> level of slap is what I want. Not a punch. I want to slap a backhand. Them. No, not even a backhand. Dang. A backhand is too much motion. I just, Dang, they don't even I want, deserve no, a backhand. Because I want it to be a disrespectful strike. Okay. Uh, Does that make okay. sense? Mm -hmm. Like my level of frustration with so many of these brands right now is like, I, I can't even describe it. Did this yeah. trigger Jay's villain arch? Villain arch? Yeah. His arc? No, my yeah. my <laughs> story arc. My arch. origin story has been growing. It's just matured now. <laughs> like I'm ready to just I'm oh, ready. Will to... Smith slap. <laughs> I forgot about that dude. <laughs> Dang. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I remember all the all the like the celebrities too tweeting out, like, oh my god, I was traumatized by it. It's like it's it's a dude slapping a dude. It's not it's, it's not that traumatic. Yeah, you've seen it before. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I don't know. In front of live on live TV, in front of millions of people, that might be traumatic. <laughs> I mean, think about it, Phil. <laughs> I don't want to think about it because it's funnier when I don't think about things. <laughs> things hurt less when you don't uh, think about yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like slaps. No yeah. kidding. <laughs> Creamy slaps. Creamy slaps. What's up with the bit rate? Yeah, I, yeah, we're having a that's, issue. Sorry. That's why I wanted to fix it because we're gonna have these morons come in here constantly. <laughs> and be like, why is it the bit rate? When we already, we obviously know the bit rate is crap. I almost broke the stream a second ago trying to fix it. Again, we didn't do it. <laughs> this computer hates us today. <laughs> Chat, do me a favor. If anyone comes in here, it's like that frame rate's low. Open season, okay? Just hunting season <laughs> is in season. is in full effect. Just go. And don't let me have to do it, okay? <laughs> Jay's too big. Like an open, open floor roast. <laughs> uh, open mic. Just go. <laughs> Just go. Uh, so, 3D funny. printing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I thought it was really neat. Just because, I mean, you could do it. They mentioned how they could repair, say, like a vehicle. They could print onto the space. You don't have to print it in an enclosed area. It's an open air printer. Dang. And it... And it 
I'm so assuming it has large, like it has like the same strength as the like the original material that if you're not better. In it. Wow. But yeah, so it's metal. Yeah, it's a metal printer. But you could they already mentioned like you could do apart from like steel, you could do titanium and stuff like that. Like there's already different metals. This is like this is yeah, this is where was it commercial grade like that first and then made its way to consumers, you think? Or do you think the the consumer popularity has allowed these companies to really sort of innovate and spend money in R and D to make it how do we large scale this? Because I feel like it, it, it seems like because it wasn't was it the Rocket Three printed? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. that's what I saw. Uh, that's what I saw. Nick, like, um, I they don't use that method. I think this method is newer, and I think it's because they probably were like, "Hey, we already do friction welding con- like a lot in manufacturing. What if we just smeared it? Why yeah. was friction welding? Let's just <laughs> yeah, <laughs> make make fr- friction weld but on a substrate instead of like on two the two objects together. It's almost like you're printing. I would love weld. to see. I would love to see though what the actual strength is of that joint. Yeah, that's, I would too. That's been. Because often they say a welded two two pieces of metal welded together are stronger at the weld than the metal itself is. Yeah, the the <laughs> relativity space was getting all those jokes of like, wait, they just made the whole rocket out of weld then because it's strong. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's yeah. literally what they're doing. It's just they just weld a giant spiral <laughs> upwards and then um Yeah, because I know that they're using like like the outer skin of the rocket is also the wall for the fuel tank. Like there's mm-hmm. no there's no layers or oh, anything. It's, it's strong enough. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I, I know their rockets like um something like that. Like it, they they don't even have to make a separate pressure vessel inside. Do you think this stuff is ever going to come to like private or residential use? I, I should say not commercial use. Right. Like like cars well, it, or something. It, the problem is cost. Yeah. Yeah. That I mean that that you're talking something on millions of dollars worth of scale. Yeah. Because you know. <laughs> Because we can put together a car pretty, like, quickly and cheaply nowadays. <laughs> but it's like, I think, because I know... Rel- well, which is faster? Yeah. 3D printing your own parts that you need to create something? Or putting it in an order with a manufacturer overseas and then wait for it to come on a container ship and send all that? Where you're just literally, like, create the file and boop, off it goes. Because there's, know? like, different... There's different things that, like, like different manufacturing processes, right? Because if we talk about cost, it's really the compare and contrast versus... Mass production, like how fast you can stamp out, let's say a control arm for a car. If we're yeah. talking about 3D printing car parts, like a control arm, okay? Right. Something simple. Stamp steel, just pff, off it goes. They're stamp stealing 100 of them an hour, right? Mm-hmm. Something like that. Maybe even more. Versus the time it takes to print one, which you know is going to be slower. However, the, once it's done, it's in your hands. Yeah. So, which is going to be more, better? Having a slower something manufactured in-house or something you can mass quantity produce overseas much cheaper and then get it in hand. So that's the cost com- analysis there. And don't forget like the, I, um, at least for relativity, they've mentioned that the primary reason they're using 3d printing stuff is because you can print things that cannot be CNC. Correct. Like, they can't mm-hmm. be subtractively. Cause CN- yeah, CNC, yeah. CNC is a, a, you have an extruder yeah. versus an extractor. So right? like they, Oh no, not a cutter. Yeah. Um, it's subtractive. Because uh, stuff, I forgot what it's called. But like, like an injector plate for like their like a rocket engine, right? Like that. That's something that's really annoying to manufacture traditionally. But they just print theirs in as they're printing the engine. It just but the part cool of it thing already, is, yeah. if they need to make a minor adjustment, exactly, they can iterate that much faster yeah. too. They don't and, have to send it off to another manufacturing lab. Yeah, and when they're printing, they're printing the engine. That change is already part of it, and mm. you know what I mean. Like you don't have to like manufacture a different part, then reinstall it into an, another thing. It's just um that that was the reason that they were talking about where they can do a lot of these more organic shapes and stuff that are more aerodynamic instead of like 
you know, lighter weight as well. metal pieces that are bolted together, and then they have to, you know, deal with that stuff. Because yeah, I already know, like, uh, BBI out in Long Beach, they already print, like, in-house, they already print, like, uh, their headers, exhaust headers. I was going to say, yeah, engines. I feel like for cars, I don't think I don't think a car is going to be 3D printed, but this is great for, like, the, the aftermarket, yeah. like, mod parts and stuff like that, like, smaller parts that, you Or know. things like, are discontinued parts, even. Yeah. Like, you can just whip it oh, up. Oh, you're now. right. Yeah, that's a good <laughs> point, because... Yeah, you could just, <laughs> like, you have a, a brand new, like, part for, like, a classic car or something like that, and you can just, you know, instead of having to design it, run it through, like, the traditional uh, manufacturing process of, like, because, again... I mean, you probably still have to, like, measure it and design, redesign it proper to print, but... Yeah, but the cool thing about 3D printing stuff is that you don't have that, like, minimum amount of, like, you know, you know like, if you if you bring something to manufacture, there's, like, a minimum amount that you have to order from the company, <laughs> otherwise yeah. it's not really worth it. Or if you mess up a one part of it that, yeah. like, yeah, it compromises the whole design, you have to, like, remachine everything. Yeah, that's gonna be, that's gonna be cool. That's that's freaking... That's awesome, though, that it's, um, it's basically just a modified friction weld. <laughs> yeah. Why? What? Nothing. I just. Oh. Like, can you guys repeat that? Modified. Oh, I saw a picture of my moon. Moon. <laughs> moon. I like how Jay just turned into the moon. The moon. <laughs> moon. Wait, wait, here. Ta da. Oh, wait. You guys say, here we go. Da, 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 da. So you guys still haven't gotten together and looked because, the because it's still been cloudy. <laughs> no, in the evening it's been clear. Like oh. Venus is still brightest thing in the sky right now. Yeah, well, we, exception I, of the moon. I but. still, I still definitely want to yeah check out the um the telescope streamer room. I'm I'm a f- oh wait oh, okay that's right that's when we were doing our like react or something I don't remember. I'm just like randomly like what is up with my scenes? I'm Somebody, trying to see what could be causing the low frame rate because now people are saying every few seconds it's hiccuping or pausing. So something yeah. is up with the system, like I, I don't know. Is this the only thing I can think? The only thing I can think is when I launched OBS, it was like there's an update, do the update, and then oh, I didn't. So now it's probably like oh, it's forced them to update by making this one crap. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, you want to you, you want to get on the OS in the background, maybe? What is it's not updating the background? That would have nothing to do with the frame rate the, on the capture right now. Okay. Yeah, if this computer couldn't do that, then it's <laughs> I'm mooning it's the internet. Powerful. Oh my! I just got that. Thank you. No, doesn't deserve more than that. The laugh track. Uh, so you want to go to the uh, the hot topic of this this week? I, heard, I, I love I love the company. amount of people that are saying I'm just jumping on the hey hey Asus bandwagon. Um, I trust Steve's data. And Steve's data was not compiled by just Steve. It was compiled by quite a few people in the industry that are very trustworthy, and Wendell being one of them. So when uh, Steve's findings came out, it, it was enough for me to be like, okay, enough is enough. And it's, and it's not the sole... It's not the sole excuse. Because it was like that compounded with all of our personal weirdness that we've I think been the other thing that was irritating me is that people were like, well, it was easy for you to walk away because, you know, you, you didn't have any money from them. So it's not like putting your money where your mouth is. Uh, it was well into the six figures that we walked away from yeah. on that contract. Uh, the reality here is that there's just, there's, there's, I, don't trust the, I don't trust the quality of the brand. So people pointed out like, hey, you, you weren't using MSI for a while. You know, but now you're talking about MSI again. The issue with MSI was their their slimy GPU practices about selling direct to miners and all that. And you know what? They 
they definitely took a hit from all that. And they were very vocal with us and stuff behind the scenes about even recently, like this year, because this was like two years, over two years ago, where I told them like, yo, pound sand, you know, until you prove, until you prove yourself otherwise. Yeah. Uh, about the fact that, you know, they've made a lot of process changes internally to try and be better. Now, I think their army process from what people have showed me still sucks. I think, I think almost every brand out there, with the exception of maybe EVGA, uh, and maybe ViewSonic. ViewSonic's been real solid in the RMA side. Needs to improve their RMAs. I, I think every big brand is just backwards on how the RMA process needs to be. Yeah. I feel like every RMA process should include a cross ship and should include free shipping. Mm-hmm. I don't think you should have. I don't think you should be responsible for having to um, pay the shipping. And I feel like. It, the cross ship is the least you can do because let's face it, if you truly are standing behind your product and you know that when a motherboard goes bad or a graphics card goes bad or whatever, then you are out the usefulness of that system until it's repaired. Yep. Now, I also believe a cross ship should include a deposit. Yep. Uh, people got on the EVGA about this. When EVGA had the the issue with the 3090 TIs, um, or was it 3090, 30, 30, I think, with the uh, the VRMs failing, with the whole new world thing? Yeah. They absolutely offered cross-ship, but they also required a deposit in the amount of the graphics card. Yeah, I saw people getting mad about that on Twitter, and I was like, Dude, that's Now, that's I understand not that's everyone not everyone yeah. had an extra 50. And it was, an, it was an MSRP, like their MSRP of their card, not any inflated prices. Because EVGA sold their cards direct on their website for their price, not right. the inflated stuff. Mm. I understand, too, not everyone has 1500 bucks laying around to be able to like, okay, I, I can't give you that deposit. But at the same time, if you've ever look opportune opportunity exists everywhere for people to try and scam or cheat or yeah. lie or whatever to get something for free. So I understand the, a brand's perspective of hey, we need some protection here to make sure we're not just sending off 150 graphics cards that we're just going to eat the cost on. You know, especially with the low margins graphics cards are. But yeah, if you, mean- <laughs> but if you look at the amount of money a company like Asus has, that's the kind of thing you have to do to earn back the trust. So it's a it's an ugly situation where I said it in my video. I believe a hundred percent that the company is is just too big right now. And I know that sounds like you would do capitalism, blah blah blah, blah whatever. It's just what I mean by too big. When we would order something from Asus, even if they were even if they reached out and wanted to sponsor a build or something. They're like, here, here's the parts. Well, here's the parts list to go over it. Tell us what you think, and I would make a changes or whatever, and say, okay, that's fine. Whatever we want to send, it would take weeks to get it, weeks, because of the fact that their process internally even is so convoluted. Mm-hmm. Like we've seen, we've 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 seen in the past, like the trail of request, like the flow chart of what it goes through to make it to a distribution center to finally have something sent to us. And it's kind of ridiculous the the amount of steps. Like it, it I can't, I can't fathom why it takes so long. Um, to be fair, you know, Corsair is another one of our sponsors, and I have complained up the ass about how slow they are at getting stuff shipped. It has improved because of the amount of complaining myself and other people have made about the process being too. It's almost like a company feels like the bigger they are, the more difficult it needs to be to get things done. Because it's like, we're a big company. <laughs> we got big us. wheels that take time to turn, you know? It's like, no, that doesn't need to be the way yeah. that, that it is. The problem with Asus is 100% the way they are trying to sweep this under the rug. Even today, there's been a ton of changes on their website, a ton of language changes, even BIOS changes 
in terms of um, if you guys, I, I, I don't go on Twitter anymore. I've said screw Twitter a long time ago. Like it's not worth my time anymore. I, I, I'm tired of being abused on that platform. So I did go on today because I was curious as to what some of the comments were under the listing of our video. And I noticed Steve had showed like something someone had tweeted to him, like showing, look, now they're saying the BIOS after the one that they put up that was supposed to fix the problem is the officially supported one. And my first thought was, why was that BIOS still up if there's a newer one that's supposed to support it? Yeah, because they left the beta one up, right? Why? Yes. <laughs> because they want as many people to install that to avoid the warranty as possible because then they could go back and be like, oh, so you, you installed this one, which was optional in beta, and now you own the motherboard. Because again, they don't want to have to so replace sketch. the motherboards. So sketchy. So anyway, Asus is doing the absolute positively worst thing a brand can do when they mess up. And that is ignore it. They're, they, they're obviously aware or they wouldn't yeah. be making all these changes in the background. Mm -hmm. but, they're, but they're doing like what Tesla does. Tesla's another brand that feels like they make no mistakes. They are God's gift to cars. And even though their build quality is garbage and they leave parts out of their cars because they may not be in stock because of shortages and stuff. Panel gaps, what are those, right? They, they just don't care because they are so, they drink their own Kool-Aid to the point to where they believe like, no, everything we do is perfect and we'll just fix it later. And if you read any Tesla uh, customer service stories, mm -hmm. they're pretty, pretty, pretty bad. So what does it take to, for, for somebody to trust Asus again? Like for you, Phil, you did not use Asus in your most recent build that we did intentionally. Mm -hmm. You were like, I'm done with Asus before I was. Yeah. <laughs> what would it take? Cause it was around the, it was around the time it was like in between the backwards capacitor and whatever the the other Asus thing that happened was after that. <laughs> well, there's a lot of Asus things. Yeah, I know, happened. but it was like it was like around then, and it, yeah, I was just don't like, forget the armory crate issues and all of the broken Aura stuff. I've had to install, all the way down to the BIOS level. Yeah, I've had to reinstall Windows like uh, like multiple times because of armory crate breaking things. Like it, it broke my RAM at one point. <laughs> like it broke the RGB module on the RAM at one point, which was a G scale RAM. Yeah, it's just their software is so bad that I was just like, you know what? Like, and then um, what does it take? What does it take for the for you to go? I will I will give Asus a, another chance. Um, uh, uh, consumer speaking, because you're a consumer. It's just the like. It goes back to how I forgot what we were reviewing, but we, someone we said you forgot Crapple. They're the worst. Wait till you watch my next video. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> Uh, what is it? No, we were, we were reading something and I, I had mentioned that like, oh, it feels like they actually put some give a fuck in this product. That's what I need to see from Asus is, is like they need, I need to see that like they actually care about the experience of using their product instead of the experience of spending all this extra money over another brand for something that's really pretty. But then like the rest of the thing sucks. Look, their, their, <laughs> their technical marketer, I won't say his name, but those in, those in the know know, um, I have never seen anyone internally defend the the internal culture that exists at Asus like this particular technical mm. PR person. I have never seen anyone literally drunk on the Kool Aid. Wow! To like to that level, and 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 it's and it sucks because over the years, like I've just gotten to the point where I, I this the amount of BS that is put out, I just can't anymore. I can, and, and it's not, and you, you understand, all, totally off record because I can't, I'm not going to name these people, but I've gone to other folks 
both large channels and small channels and collaborate and be like, so what's your experience with Asus been? And what have they said to you, et cetera, et cetera. And it's all, it's all the same, same thing. Story. It's, it's the same story. The story is you're doing something wrong. It's my job to figure out what oh you're doing wrong, but you're doing something wrong. And here's a 25 page essay as to what you're possibly as doing. As if we wrong. don't know how to use a computer. <laughs> exactly. Jeez. Exactly. And it's funny because one of the most recent suggestions that was made by this person on my personal system with all the memory issues uh, is what made it worse. And that's when I finally had changed the motherboard out. And you saw it, changing the motherboard fixed it. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't until another content creator that is much farther north than us <clears throat> talking to some of their staff about their experiences on the X3D stuff Oh, uh, with staff members that used to belong to certain companies that were really able to tell me how it really goes. I love this lawyer speak because you have to. <laughs> where there was, enough, there was enough insight to say, okay, this isn't a J problem. This is an Asus is better than everybody else problem. Right. And, and, and the problem is you can have brand um, confidence. You can have, you can believe in your own brand, but to blindly feel like your brand never does anything wrong is, is so far, is so anti-consumer, it's mm -hmm. not even funny. That's, I can't believe that, the, yeah, they're acting that way to, to everyone. <laughs> it's like, dude, have you guys used See, Armory and then you get And they get morons like in chat, Nam AMD, X3D is just bad. It's not AMD. No, it's not AMD's it's not fault. AMD. Oh my God. AMD told them. And, and yeah, you're, and you're a moron, so. <laughs> yeah, they're right. That's just not, not worth the energy. Like, yeah, it's not. Like, <laughs> Thank for you, me, I'm, It's like, okay, so even with the, the build that I got to do here, like the torrent build, it was one generation back because I usually don't prefer first like cutting edge stuff i prefer at least one gen back look am4 5000 5900x cpu like not even a 50 59 5900x solid yeah but that's what this this computer is this problem we're experiencing with this computer right now is is obs and elgato it's not yeah but, we, were, we were kidding but it is an asus port but yeah <laughs> but i feel like after that and then the recent news about asus it's they've i felt like their whole focus has just been on the unboxing experience like they don't even care about the, what you unbox because they make it all pretty and they give you a ton of extras, you know, just to like fluff it up. Like, oh, you know, we could give you the dim slots or we'll give you antennas. We'll give you some like a key ring and stuff. There's, I, I they fluff it up, you yeah. know? Like, it's, it's almost like they care No, realistically, about, realistically, that's, that, that's leaning into the fanboy. Yeah, I was going to say, it's almost like they care about the, uh, the image of the product over the actual product. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the the idea of oh, like I got myself a Republic of Gamers Strix forty ninety. Well, here's the thing: yeah, having an like, ROG product back yeah. in the day was that way. Yeah, because guess and what? They, and then I got complaints. ROG <laughs> products carried that level of prestige and they carried that level of quality. Yeah, and ASUS was a lot smaller of a company back then. But, I mean, again off record because I'm, I'm not going to put names out there. This problem truly does stem from the management. It does. If it's a cultural issue, there's nothing you can do about it until it changes. Well, yeah, I mean, there's I, nothing we as consumers can do about it. Besides, no, sure there is, but well, besides, sure there, but it takes not, time. Yeah. People pe see, here's the thing. How many people do you think are, are buying motherboards this very moment? Right. At first, least two. Cause people first in of all, chat are first, like, of all first of all, I have no idea what the revenue split 
for ASUS's income is off of motherboards. I know it's got to be higher than EVGA's. EVGA's was 3%. Okay. And the sad part is EVGA, it, it makes some of the most solid motherboards you could buy. They really do. Um, but it's 3% of their business. So if everyone was like, let's say, let's say this was an EVGA thing right now. If everyone was like, oh, I'm never buying an EVGA motherboard again. Congratulations. You've just cut them out of the, 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 the markup or overhead of 3% of their business, which is bigger now because that was 3% when, when gigabytes, uh, no, GPUs were still part of their business. Realistically, their biggest earner right now, like EVGA, is power supplies, you know. But what, what has happened with Asus since the, the ROG name was something that was big for them? They now make power supplies. They now make cases. They now make motherboards. They make keyboards. They make headsets. They make microphones. They make, uh, obviously, the graphics cards. Handheld they gaming have all PCs their, now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Handheld gaming PCs. But let's look at the total Asus experience now. Um, Don't forget the chairs. That's oh, yeah. probably just a rebrand, to be no, honest. No, the gaming chairs? I'm, I'm fairly certain there's an ODM for that. Oh. But still, they, they have, on the commercial side, they make uh, workstation boards. They make all-in-one workstation PCs. They make, obviously, the cell phone market, the laptop market, the thin and light, the, the gaming laptops, um, tablets. There's so much happening that every time you expand a company... I feel like anytime you have to pivot or do make any sort of change in a company like that, it's still too big to make any changes kind of a thing. You know, it's big like ship turns slow. Yeah. Which is more maneuverable, a speedboat or a cruise liner, you know, but the thing is a cruise liner is going to sink a lot slower than a speedboat. The, 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 the ship analogies a little yeah. bit, but, <laughs> but what I started to say was, yes, you absolutely can make change, but it takes time. People, people in chat want to boycott. And, and, and you know, here's the thing. If if you're if you're raising your fist and saying boycott Asus, but you you weren't in the market to buy anything anyway, you're kind of powerless on having any effect or any change because the pocketbook where you the money you would spend is how you enact that change, and it takes time. Where Asus would have to see like quarter on quarter declines. And here's the thing: even through this whole thing, I really doubt Asus is going to see any sort of income decline. What they're going to see is a growth slowdown. Yeah. So year on year, quarter on quarter, Asus sees growth. That's how they've that's how they've created the giant company that they are now. So let's say they were they're used to seeing a five to eight percent quarter on quarter growth in some industry market. Let's say motherboards, they might see a two to five percent growth now, but they're not going to see a decline. They need to see steady. Like we're in the red. Yeah. To say, uh oh, we've messed up. And the reality is they'll do whatever it takes probably to fix the problem in the near term. But I don't, but that's my, my dilemma is I don't know how long you wait before you say, okay, it seems like they've tried to right the wrongs and that you can trust them again. So I want to bring up MSI for, for again. Cause that was one company that we've done the entire cycle. On, I've had, I've, I've had two MSI boards be bad in 11 years, two. One of them was an X299 board when I was doing one of my Skunkworks builds and one of the RAM channels was bad and I was just irritated because it was 2.30 in the morning and I had to rip the whole thing apart to get the motherboard out just to switch, okay? The other one was that... Um, uh, it was another one of the X299 boards that we were sent for review, but then they like followed up with an email like right the day I received it. They were like, don't use this board. Oh, There's that. a problem yeah, with it. One. It will break your CPU. <laughs> and guess what? MSI was aware of it and they put it out there and we're like, stop, I'll stop. And they, and they sent a different one with revisions and they were open about it. 
Um, our issue with MSI was just their business practices regarding the GPU side of things in, in terms of the direct sales to miners. Uh, and by miners, I don't mean kids. I mean minor minors, 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 and minors. Yeah, <laughs> crypto. <laughs> so, will we ever work with ASUS again? There's a possibility if they show us that they're consumer centric again. Yep. We need to see them put their their money where their mouth is, and we need to see them put the consumer before the profit. That's what we need to see. Uh, if anyone brings up like the thermal take, my my thermal take issue, I've actually reached out to thermal take multiple times in the last few years. Because I ran into them at CES one year, I think three years ago, four years ago, something like that. And they were just like, hey, is there any chance we could, you know, get back in on your review cycle and send you some product for you to look at? The whole team you had a problem with, like they're gone, it's all new, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I'm like, okay, sure. You know what? I can't hold a grudge forever. Yeah. And I have to be proven now that I am not just being vengeful by holding a grudge. The irony is as many times as I've reached out and emailed them back, they've never responded. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, that's fine. Cause I'm not really missing out on anything. There. Yeah. But you're like, you're neutral at this point because I am neutral. Yeah. If they wanted to send something for me to look at like a case or whatever, you know, absolutely. Their water cooling stuff. I don't care for the water cooling stuff based on what I've seen. Power supplies, maybe out of tough power in the first PC I built coming back to PC after being a Mac fanboy. Um, but yeah, I, I think the problem is, and I need people to understand this. Everyone, is assuming now, from now until the end of time, ASUS is dead to me. But they're not. Yeah. And I've already said this. They have to prove to us that, that they are trustworthy again. And there's not like, it's not like there's a chart that's like, if then, boom, trustworthy. You know? <laughs> it's, it's a feeling. <laughs> you have to listen to what people are saying. You got to, you know, see what the general feedback is. And then you determine based on that. The amount of people that are like, oh, crap, I just built a new computer with ASUS. Am I safe? Probably very unlikely you'll see something go wrong. Very unlikely. But the fact that enough has gone wrong yeah. to, to be able to even for, for Steve to recreate it again um, shows that there is, there is work to be done in, in being trustworthy. I, I think this kind of stuff, a lot of companies have experienced this, you know, the problem is a lot of these companies that experience this sort of problem uh, I.e. Tesla, Apple, etc. They just they they never believe they're in the wrong. They never believe they've done anything wrong. Uh, I was just thinking of the iPhone four, right? You're holding it wrong. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's like <laughs> really no. Maybe don't design an antenna gap where a hand goes on the device. <laughs> Free bumpers. Yeah. <laughs> it's so dumb. And it's, I was an Apple fanboy through that part too. And I, even I still think it's, that was like the stupidest thing. <laughs> it's depressing because I truly am a fan, a fanboy of the entire genre. PC gaming, yeah, PCMR, any, any tech, deal. any computer. So it's depressing when it feels like, what is the freaking meltdown in the industry this month? Yeah. It's like, it's just, yeah, it's like spin the wheel of, of controversy. <laughs> <clears throat> which part is going to blow up this month? Is it going to be a backwards capacitor? Is it going to be a processor? Is it going to be <laughs> power supply? Sorry. Oh yeah, I forgot about the power supply. Is <laughs> not ASUS power supply, gigabyte. but like the gigabyte ones. Yeah, we're popping. They're popping The off. problem with that one is that the the uh, OCD or the, or the OCP, the overcurrent protection would trip, like the breaker. Mm -hmm. But then, uh, oh, I forgot the exact details. But the bottom line is like you could force it to explode. By hitting it just right with over OCP, it was it like oh, surprisingly geez. violently because I never I didn't watch Steve's video until uh, we used it um, to illustrate 
And then I pulled that clip out of it, and I was like, dude, it's so loud. <laughs> it was like so violent when it popped. I was like, dude, this In is- chat, Jay, have you, did you uh, manage to stabilize your home setup from Nam? Again, the guy, the guy I, I yelled at. <laughs> um, my system is never considered stable at home right now. And again, that's not a 75, uh, 7950X3D thing. I honestly firmly believe it is an Asus thing. I really do. Because you have the, the motherboard that's smack dab in the middle of the affected stuff. Yes. <laughs> and a BIOS that's smack dab in the middle. And of I really don't want to take it out and try a different board. I really, I really want to just more than likely platform switch, honestly. Because I, I don't have the time or the effort to be dealing with the tinkering. Like, I like tinkering on my system. But the thing is, when I wasn't having to live stream, I say having a live stream. I like my live stream when I do my live stream, but to turn on the PC and then be like, oh, I've got all these problems happening right as I'm trying to start my stream. It, it's just, it's, yeah, it's really sucks. annoying. That sucks. It's beyond annoying. And it's all, and it's all Ram related. Every bit of it's Ram related. And so it just sucks. Jeez. <laughs> that was next door. Oh, was it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Someone getting it on. Oh, it's <laughs> <laughs> so for the, for the audio, well, I mean, they didn't hear it, but yeah, uh, the next door suite was yelling through the wall or something. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yell I, something I back. Something. I thought it was like my foot squeaking against my chair. Hi. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Are they peaceful? <laughs> Are they peaceful? <laughs> you a hole through the wall. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> also, chat right now. That's why I need you guys to help us with some uh, FTFA stuff before we get to that section of the show. Um, I hear them again. Yeah. Pretty much all the emails sucked this week, <laughs> so I didn't use a single one. Try again. <laughs> I need you guys to email us something you think would be like fun to talk about. Because I got a lot of like, I have this CPU and this motherboard trash. So if I want to buy this power supply trash, like that is <laughs> yeah, not what this show's yeah, that's not, not what this show's about. So I need like okay, <laughs> if not- what would you want to fight fifty chicken sized Nicks or one Nick sized chicken? Nick sized chicken. That kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like, those are the kinds of questions we're looking for here. It's Friday. We want to veg out. We don't want it to think. I want to I wanna fight one Nick-sized chicken because then when I win, I'm going to have some good fried chicken. Wow. It too. You come wow. over. <laughs> Apparently, you like Indian food. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's so spicy. Spicy I'm chicken. Like, spicy dude, chicken. I can't. I can't. It's too spicy. Mm-mm. I've had Nick's mom's spicy chicken. I'm telling you right now. I love that story. My uh, story time. Yeah. Story time. <laughs> my wife. <laughs> Every story already starts with my wife. My wife. <laughs> my wife does not do spicy. Period. We learned. No. Like flaming hot Cheetos would be like, okay, I take that back. My wife would eat uh, Taco Bell's hot sauce, but Taco Bell's fire sauce is not hot. Yeah. I, it's, it's just like it, medium if at best. <laughs> it's like barely above mild. Okay. My wife does not do spicy food. So Nick's mom one time had invited my, my wife and I and my daughter. Uh, my youngest wasn't around yet, I don't think. Maybe she was. Maybe she stayed home. I don't know. But it was, just, it was just my oldest. And uh, the three of us came to dinner. And I warned my, my, my wife was like, oh, cool. What are they going to make? I'm like, probably something spicy. I'm like, do you want me to re- ask if maybe she can make like a mild version of something? Because we knew you were going to, I think it was like chicken tikka masala or something like that. It was just chicken curry. Oh, it was curry. Okay. Yeah. Um, Anyway, I was like, do you want to have them make something maybe mild? And she was like, no, no, I don't want to be rude, et cetera, et cetera. I'm like, but but his mom's Indian. It's going to be hot. <laughs> and she was like, no, no, it's fine. I'm like, your funeral. <laughs> so anyway, we get there. When we walk in the door. You can already smell it. 
my wife's my wife's eyes were burning. Oh no! From the smell, like she already was like, "Whoa, this is gonna be spicy." And I was like, "Look, this isn't like the, there, there's Indian culture in Nick's mom and family. They, they it is authentic, homemade Indian food." Okay. We sit down to eat, and my daughter is eating like hot dogs or something. I can't remember something that your mom had made for her, just like kids' food, right? Finger food. What happened? I got something in my eye. Oh, <laughs> is it chicken curry? I don't know. <laughs> Anyway, didn't bring any. So my wife, uh, my wife sits down and we're eating, and she serves the chicken. And it's in the big pot with like the 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 liquid that's all like the curry boiled in or whatever, right? Yeah. Are there your glasses? Is he dying? No. That's Do you need help? Are you sure? I think I can see now. I think. Okay, cool. <laughs> we're good. Okay. So anyway, me cry. the chicken looks really good. They're like chicken. They're like chicken thighs, right? Yeah. And so. She puts it on the plate. She gives the vegetables and uh, whatever else. There was a, what was the carb dish? I don't remember what it was. Like rice? Was it rice? Rice. Maybe rice. Anyway. Oh, or papa dum. Oh. Might have been. So my wife, <laughs> she cuts the chicken with the side of the fork. It's real tender the way it's boiled in there, right? And she takes a bite and she's like, oh, you turned the lights on. <laughs> you lost our dramatic effect. Anyway, she starts to chew and she's like this. She's like. That, we had yogurt too, but I don't think the yogurt was helping. Well, yeah, she was like, <sighs> and, and then uh, it was funny because her face starts to turn red. She starts to sweat a little bit, and she didn't want to be rude, so she ate like a good chunk of the chicken. And in my mind, I'm like, this is hilarious because I know what she's going through on the inside. She said her taste was affected for like three days, Ugh. and I think she. I even told her like, I'm like, just ask for a glass of milk, okay? That'll help neutralize <laughs> yeah. a little bit. Meanwhile, I'm like, "Woo, this is hot, but <laughs> this is good." Not as not as spicy though as that Jamaican jerk chicken we had in Long Beach. That was yeah, that was pretty good though. That was really good. <laughs> it drop kicks you in the face with with heat, but it was also extremely flavorful. It's a quick burn though. It isn't like a it keep bur- it keeps burning your mouth after you you eat it kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's another person in chat talking about the FPS. Have at him, guys. <laughs> This is not 60 FPS. Maybe if you minimize the tab, you don't have to look at it. I think it was the dust from the VR thingy that we got. That. Oh. How, did, how did it just now scoot in your eye, though? I don't know. <laughs> just chilling on his eyebrows forever. V.Y. Scooty. <laughs> U.I. Scooty. Yeah, V.Y. Scooty in your ear. I mean, in your eye. My ear. Your ear. <laughs> uh, where's Phil? We fired him. He's back now. We rehired I, 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 him. I, yeah. We rehired, <laughs> rehired him. Will you fight a Phil-sized Nick or a Nick-sized Phil? That'd be weird. A Nick sized Phil just scale me up. <laughs> no, it was My weird. Head would be no, impossible it was our... in any VR headset. Dude. Or door. <laughs> or door. <laughs> or car. No, it's funny because there was that one there was that one thumbnail screwing around one time. You were standing next to me and you were super tiny, but I scaled you up to my size. It looked so yeah, weird. Yeah. So freaking weird. What makes you Phil Phil is your stature. Stat stature. Stature? Well, swag. I have swag. It's a, swag. I'm from Compton. I have swag. <laughs> what is drugs? Wait, hold on. What is drugs? <laughs> JD, Mister Three Seventy Zenismo. Not one bit. <laughs> Not one Dang. bit. Dang. Nothing wrong with the car. Let's just say there's a certain crowd that surrounds that car now. And it didn't surround it when you had. No, it. but that car has also followed to the to the Camaro crowd. Whoa, what was that? It was. I guess I kicked the cable there. Or whatever. <laughs> this show sucks. Asus, <laughs> it's Asusing. That's Asus is pulling my cables out now. <laughs> what is my dream car? Mm. I don't care anymore. <laughs> DLSS Phil. Uh, um. Yeah. 
You're going to see a video about that. Actually, I'm excited for next week. There's a there's a lot of stuff coming down the pipeline in mm-hmm. terms of launches that I'm actually looking forward to. So in my mind, I'm like, please, companies, don't fuck it up. Give us a launch that doesn't include a drama piece. Please. For the love of God. Can I know, we right? have a launch that doesn't go south somehow? At least you guys have hope. I'm already expecting, like, the worst. So... <laughs> Because the shirt's upside down and it's wrinkled, I'm, I see dad boobs. Dad boobs? <laughs> wow, that's, that's part like of a dad, dad boobs. <laughs> dad boobs. <laughs> Doobs. Yeah, it's like, uh, you're right. Like, everything, even even games and stuff, too. I'm, like, so not excited about video games right now just because, like, every everything that I was excited for, like, KSP 2 was just, I mean, it was cool. So, I picked up Guardians of the Galaxy because, A, it was on sale, and, uh-huh. B, I've been... Test bun- be- or test benching, <laughs> test bunting, bunting, test yeah. bunting. I've been benchmarking it for the past Bench couple for- video cards. Yeah, so like I want to play this, so I did, and I've actually found it enjoyable. I've heard that. Guardians. Yeah, I've heard it's actually not <laughs> the that Guardians like, game. Yeah, yeah. I like just a, can't get over the fact that they look like dar- dollar store guardians. Yeah. No, 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 didn't. <laughs> so there's skins that could give them the movie skins. Oh. Yeah, but they're not official, right? They look official. Oh, I thought there was a licensing issue. I think I think the game is based off of the comic book more than it is the movie so but they have the movie skins that you could unlock it probably i mean it probably also doesn't add the voice like drax alone looks so weird in that benchmark (laughs) yeah he's not even the same color he's like silvery blue whereas drax was like like pinky red oh my god the questions now it's (laughs) would you rather date a female version of nick or female version of (laughs) no the problem is nick has a sister so i can already imagine the female version of nick (laughs) oh god but I have to imagine a female version of Phil would be hot. <laughs> so he said female Phil because he's already Asian. Wait, what? Was Wait, what? What? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not offended. Don't explain. I'm Asian. Don't. I don't want to know. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah. Don't explain. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> Why is all tech in California? It's not. I'm in Florida. Oh. California is just okay. I have. A, I have a theory. Almost every single one of these companies, their main corporate headquarters, like their main offices are in either Taiwan or, or China. Yeah. Where's the where's the closest coast to that? Oh, right. <laughs> I didn't think of that. The ports are here, too. Yeah, the ports are here, too. Yeah. Well, there's also there's also um, Seattle. There's a port of Seattle as well uh, for like major, major container ships and Oakland. But Long Beach. So it's a short drive from there to their distribution centers that are in California and then they just disperse them to their other regional distribution centers across the US. Dude, oh, if they really wanted to min-max it, they would just put in Anchorage. But here's the problem. Anchorage, unless you're going to ship everything by boat from Alaska to here, you can't fly batteries and stuff. I thought Anchorage is the stop-off point for the flights to here. I know my, like, whatever. Yeah, I know, but there's 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 a limit to what size batteries can go oh, on a plane. Oh, you're right. <laughs> so you're just going from a, a, a ship up and then a ship way down, so you're Wait, not exactly helping. How does Apple get away with that with the phones? Because I know that they, they airship the phones. Yeah, it's a certain size. So I'm talking about, like, oh, laptops. Oh, like a laptop or Certain laptops and, okay. and okay. yeah. Um, for instance, for instance, are you ready for this? The the, the video we just did for the, the laptop? Yeah. That had to go ground. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Specifically had to big, go ground because of the battery. lithium ion. So, yeah, there, there's uh, there's some logistical reasons why I think, honestly, it's just all the headquarters for the U.S. or North America are in California because it's literally right here where everything comes in. Yep. And then some are up in the Bay Area. The rest are kind of down here. Somebody said Anchorage has zero shipping. Um, 
the whole point of that city is a shipping hub for like FedEx and UPS and DHL and all that stuff. That the thing through. is, we had we have friends that live up in Alaska, and there's lots of things they can't get even via Amazon or whatever because they have to go by ground and yeah, or right. ship. Like you can't you can't fly battery, you know, certain things up there. Because almost like it's almost like an island. <laughs> it's almost like Hawaii, basically. Because there's a lot of stuff that that's difficult to get there. There's a lot batteries. of there's a lot of cities and and villages and stuff in Alaska that are only accessible by like seaplane, which is interesting. Right. I mean, but they're further north too, so there's even less stuff that they could get. That's when you see those videos of like those those uh, the bush pilots that like do that sort of delivery stuff. Like they they get contracted out by the delivery companies, and then yeah, you know they got their pl- their little planes with the uh, giant wheels that they can land wherever. <laughs> but you got a beach, cool. You got hundred feet of it. Yeah, all right, cool. I can we, land, we can it. land We're it. Good. <laughs> this guy's yelling. Trains are the answer from Train. Anchorage to California. I like trains. Sure. <laughs> Okie dokie. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Good night from England. Okay, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I swear that sample. I swear to God, they like they put the microphone right up. They're like interviewing a cricket. <laughs> it sounds. It doesn't sound like crickets that are like far away. It literally sounds like a plane sized donut or donut sized plane. Easy. A plane sized donut. Planet. Planet. It's even bigger. Oh, yeah. donut. <laughs> wow, that'd be cool. You just hungry? You just eat the ground. A donut sized planet would be interesting, though. I wonder, I wonder if it would bounce, <laughs> or it just falls apart and it just turns into sand. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, if it was a donut-sized planet, imagine if it had the same like right if it had the same density of a as a planet. Well, it would just be a ball of sand then. Even if it had the same weight as a planet, <laughs> then it would be super dense. Mass. Yes. The, okay. Then because the <laughs> it can't be weight in space, right? So it'd be mass. Yeah. Mass and density. Well, density is is. Because if it's a donut-sized planet, then it's going to be light if it's the same density as a planet because it's not that much planet. But no, what I'm saying is I want it to have the same mass, mass as, as a, a full-size planet, planet yeah. the size of a basketball. It might be a black hole. You could probably do that in Space Engine. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did. I did do that once. I made a black hole the size of like a uh, what was like a beach ball in um, yeah. Universe Sandbox. Wasn't it like surprisingly... It had more mass. It had more mass than our sun. Yeah, it was like... Because I know the sun you have to compress to like like a few centimeters or something for it to be a black hole. Cause mm-hmm. it's like really, really, really not that big in the grand scheme of things. <laughs> Here we are back to space talk. I know. Right. Oh yeah. Somebody asked uh, if I enjoyed the starship launch. Of course I did. It was a giant rocket that exploded. It was a dope. giant rocket that did twirls. <laughs> yeah. It exploded. did like a freaking 1080 McTwist. Because it was supposed to do, it was supposed to do like a flip around, right? Eject and then flip again and burn. It's supposed to be. Yeah. It just went. We <laughs> after after all the stuff calmed down and then like uh, Elon came back with talking about how the the stuff that did go wrong like actually like went wrong with this um, the launch it was kind of worrying to me that they said that there was a forty second delay between when they activated the the self destruct oh, and when it actually broke apart should have been instantly oh. yeah forty seconds is a really long time there's a lot of time it for a rocket to it, go fly yeah, yeah. it could have definitely made it way somewhere dangerous that way and and the reason it started flipping was that it actually had zero hydraulic uh pressure so it was literally oh. just flying a straight line basically stuck on and then and then it started flipping because like the gimbals were slightly off or whatever but mm. or i think i think it was because the uh the thrust was asymmetric since they were losing so many engines it was definitely an eventful launch though <laughs> it was cool to watch <laughs> When your remote fail saves, but it catches it catches yeah. the link later. <laughs> and then they had a they had a Falcon Heavy launch uh, a little bit after that, which was interesting because they they like 
uh, YOLO'd all three cores because it needed to go to geostationary, which is like, it requires a lot of uh, fuel. And it was, yeah, it was interesting seeing SpaceX not land a booster or three. <laughs> <laughs> they just sacrificed all three of them to the, to the gods of, uh, of rocketry. And we're just like, thank you for your service. <laughs> you guys got like 20, I think it was like, they yeah. should just adopt the Russian mentality of no self-destruct. <laughs> just, just full YOLO. <laughs> if you guys don't know that in chat, yeah. Russia does not believe in self-destruct on their space rockets. Look up everyday astronaut uh, biggest space booms. And there's quite a few Russian like Proton and like uh, I think the N1 was part of it there. But yeah, me and Jay, I'll show Jay that video. And he was like, dude, because that rocket was like, you thought Starship did some flips. Yeah. That thing did flips all the way back down to the ground. It was insane. Yeah. Because <laughs> people I, were like running away. And yeah, I asked you, I'm like, why don't they self-destruct you're like the russians don't believe yeah. in self-destruct they, they're just like no they're just, like it's going to space or it's dramatically going to hit the ground <laughs> yeah. and that's exactly what happens yep it that is, was it's interesting too when it ex when like some of these rockets explode like the way that the camera freaks out just from the concussion of it mm -hmm. or like windows break and stuff because well the other thing russians firmly believe in is the bigger the better when it comes to rockets <laughs> yeah. we're only going to the we're trying to go to orbit but we have enough fuel to get to mars <laughs> <laughs> it's it's pretty uh it's pretty nuts it does crack me up that their original capsule for uh for yuri gagarin was basically just they hollowed out a spy satellite and they're just like well ditch the cameras and then we'll just kind of put a chair <laughs> like like because it re-entered right but it actually can't it couldn't land so he actually has to bail out of the capsule above the ground and then parachute down. That was how they actually got all the way back down to the Jeez. ground. <laughs> so, I thought that Red Bull video was crazy. Yeah, the yeah. guy doing the terminal velocity No, jump. he didn't parachute from space. I'm saying like it did the re-entry, <laughs> like they had a heat shield and then it did just the heat shield and then he bails out and then parachutes from there. So much has to happen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah whereas now it's like you just stay strapped in the seat until you touch the ground and then, then you can get out. <laughs> yeah, so much has to go right. <laughs> or so much is gonna go wrong, especially considering it was like the first dude. So like that was <laughs> the first. That guy either was really dumb or really brave. I was watching when you get I early access, and it turns out to be decent. <laughs> I was watching some of the late 1950s, early 1960s, like uh, human tests. Yeah, and I, did you ever see the one where the 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 test dummy and it's. I say test dummy, it's a person, and you have to be a dummy, I think, to sign up for this one. Say <laughs> so they he they he signed up to. Be strapped to a rocket sled, okay? Oh yeah, yeah, I've heard that. <laughs> and it, they Dude. were testing like the how sudden. Much yeah, they right? were testing the sudden stop mm -hmm. capabilities of the human body, and basically they shoot him with a rocket, and then it hits these brake pads that just <laughs> stop the rocket as fast as possible. His retina is detached. <laughs> like he immediately, like he had like. Uh, all kinds of internal injuries. He survived. Yeah. He had all kinds of internal injuries from organs just slamming against his rib cage and stuff. Um, and his his retina is literally fully detached from his eyeballs. So even though it was black and white, they showed like he was like looking around and talking afterward. And he's kind of like drunk looking. His eyes were just solid black that's because good. of the amount of blood in his eyes. That's oh. going to be what a spirit air landing is going to be like once they start. <laughs> 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 all right, we're going to be re-entering in a few minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Or it'll Dude. be like the, the Mineo in the Expanse <laughs> when he's all when he's all trying to speed run through the ring <laughs> and then it stops him. I want to well, know. Sorry, it stops his ship. He I want to know <laughs> what the ad looked like for like within within NASA slash the military because these are all military folks, right? Even the volunteers. What incentivized him? Oh yeah, to go. Yeah, I'll shoot a rocket yeah. and hit the brakes. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, you're right. Who signs up for that? Unless you get signed up for it, which <laughs> that's scary. But. but literally, it was this whole documentary I was watching about the some of the space program testing we did on the human body, just down here under one G. Mm-hmm. And then, and then I'm ugh. surprised they did it to a human because I know the Air Force used like bears to test the ejection seats before they tested on a human. <laughs> bears to smell <laughs> the ejection. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, like- <laughs> Like, imagine that bear there. You're just chilling. And like, oh, you know, the humans are pretty nice. They got me this decent room. I got this they, nice they, chair. Yeah, they feed me every time. <laughs> oh, what's this thing? <laughs> <laughs> then we went on to monkeys. It's like, I don't know why they use the bear. Like, it doesn't seem that close to human, like, mass-wise, you know? <laughs> money. Lots and lots of money. Nope. I guarantee you that whoever signed up for those... Did not get lots and lots of money. Someone else is saying volunteered. No, no, I, I know that I see that that comment, but it absolutely they absolutely do look for volunteers first Before. within a, within a certain like MOS type of job, and then if you don't get the volunteers, then you get delegated. <laughs> yeah, they had like a they had, they had a team once of uh, five volunteers. I think they were volunteers uh, where they they were going to get a nuke detonated above them in the air <sighs> to show that like the um an airburst, like they can control the amount or like how you would feel the detonation or the detonation's effects in the air. <laughs> so yeah, here's like, what we're going to do. Literally, yeah, like, literally <laughs> You're going to sit in this boat. <laughs> no, it was over the ground. They're just oh, standing. We're going to fly over you. <laughs> we're going to detonate this nuke. Uh, sir, you'll be fine. Yeah, That's the whole fine. point of this. Put these sunglasses on. It's <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, years later, <laughs> why do we have four arms? <laughs> Mr. Stark, I don't Ikea feel said so a good. bear equals a Polynesian stand-in. <laughs> yeah, that's oh a good point. <laughs> yeah, Bruh. so you know your your zero zero ejection seat can eject a Polynesian. Before anyone in chat gets mad, he's Polynesian, therefore he can say that. Yep. Uh, <laughs> the Russians left dogs up there. They're still up there. Rumor has it. <laughs> or hey, we got a manhole cover still orbiting the Earth. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, uh, uh, I think the first the first like living creature in space was like the dog um she re-entered very hot (laughs) (laughs) thank you for your service that was the first oscar meyer wiener basically yeah i I think they said that like the dog died before the re-entry anyway but like um because of like running out of supplies or something up there i don't know running out of life basically what's the how long oxygen maybe how long was the dog up there if they ran out of supplies does a dog know how to resupply itself (laughs) does a dog know how to re-enter a spacecraft (laughs) but it's like i love it i love our history and by history i just mean humans because do you remember the pigeon bombs Mm-hmm. <laughs> do, you, do, yeah, do you guys chat do you know what pigeon bombs are pigeon, they were pigeon guided, guided missiles yeah. so basically they trained these pigeons to identify like i can't remember exactly like they, they gave like they gave the positive pictures, reinforcement yeah, but they like the pictures they, of the warships that they were yes, targeting they, and then they, they were them but they trained them against these screens to peck where the warship at the was. ship yeah like somehow they trained them to peck at the ship the thing was they then put these pigeons inside actual ordinances yeah. that were guided like literally but they were like rocket. they didn't have computers to guide back then the so they were just computer. like we'll use the pigeon so whenever the pigeon would tap on the screen it would make course adjustments mm-hmm. to the ship so this pigeon was pecking its way to a boat and that and and someone science somewhere went you know <laughs> hold on hold on let me imagine how this conversation went in the, in the war room <laughs> we need we need to guide our ordinances to these ships this no is, more dumb bombs right this just feels like so what do we so what do we do <laughs> sir i know pigeons 
It's what? Hear me out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you. <laughs> we'll train the pigeons. Hold on. You want me to get the guy that uh, that wanted to strap the bombs onto the bats uh, on the line too? No, that guy's crazy. Yeah, okay, cool. So the pigeons. That was also a true story, by the way. You guys can look that one up. This sounds like an amateur science conversation. Dude, this is like this is the stuff that they like, lemons. Yeah, I'm gonna give my engineers to invent a combustible lemon. lemon. Oh, I love that uh, uh, from Portal. Yeah, yeah. Portal yeah. <laughs> But oh, the pigeons, the pigeons. Like, I mean, come on, we had pigeon messengers, right? Yeah. It's funny for such a stupid animal, and all the ones that are in my house are really dumb. <laughs> yeah. I love so like I have a pool, and I got tired of them like pooping on the edge of the pool because they would try and drink from the spa. I put these like these owl deterrents up. Uh-huh. Now they know now they're not real owls, so yeah, I have to like move them around periodically so they think like, oh, it moved, therefore it must be real. <laughs> but I love watching them because they'll fly down. They're like. And then they see it, they're like, ah, they fly away, right? So I'm like, okay, that worked for a little while. I just love that Jay's in a mental battle with pigeons. Every now and, and they're winning. They're winning. <laughs> so now oh, they, no. they get to the point to where they'll land, like, far away from it, and then they do this. Oh, they slowly, like, test the waters. <laughs> and like then, move and scan, no, and I'll be sitting there watching out the window, and then they realize, like, okay, it's not real, and they'll hop down to the little spillway and try and drink from the water. The reason why I want them drinking and stuff from my pool is they poop all over it, okay? So I don't want bird poop all over the edge of the pool uh, coping. Anyway, so then as soon as they hop down, they think it's safe, I go on the glass, and they fly away again. So... Hey, it's better than the alternative of me investing in an airsoft gun just for them. I feel like you should just fly your tiny hawk. <laughs> it's, yeah, <laughs> just kamikaze tiny hawk into the. That would get expensive pigeon. every time I crash a tiny hawk into the spa. That oh yeah, <laughs> that or, or like a pigeon just takes it away and then you're screwed. Yeah, that's the, funny. So I had to put all these reflectors, these special pigeon reflectors, like <laughs> all around the, the edges of my house and on all the peaks, because the 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 reflector the reflection like artifacting screws with their vision and they can't land it's funny because i've watched them try and land and they go let's say this is the the pitch of my roof phil they'll land and they'll go ah, ah, <laughs> that's ah, funny. Ah, ah, and they fly away to the neighbor's house maybe so now they just sit on the neighbor's house and go to my pool that's funny maybe, i've uh, offered to put them on the neighbor's roof and they're like no that's okay i'm like they're literally shitting all over your roof like when it rains it looks like white rain coming off your roof like, oh, no it's fine. it's fine i've offered to pay for it and they're like no Oh my god! You should have seen the amount of poop that was shoveled out from under my solar panels until we put up the oh, the fencing yeah, around cause, it. Because they kind of they they, they, they turn it they turn it into like a, a nest. Yeah. yeah. Oh geez. Shovels of poop. Shovels and shovels and shovels. Of poop. <laughs> it's okay. They can't get in there now. We have a like a fence around it. <sighs> Maybe Asus uses pigeons to determine how they launch bioses. They're using pigeons to write the bios. <laughs> 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 I still love that though. I, I just it, the idea of a bird inside of a missile just cracks me up. I want to know how the bird survives the launch, it but does, they did. Oh, oh, I thought you were going to say. I the guess end. these were launched from aircraft though, and they weren't like shot. Yeah. They were like dropped, and then they would like just kind of guide. Like they were, they were basically a um, like a guiding, like a gliding bomb. Yeah. Because I don't think a pigeon would survive like a sidewinder light. Honestly, what? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I've always heard the story is bombs, not not missiles. I, yeah. I think that's why. It's just a guided bomb, and they yeah. just float down. I'm just imagining, like, <laughs> it just it just cracks me up. Another thing that trips me out about that story is that, like, dude, that might have been the first touch screen ever, too. Because <laughs> they had to invent that technology. Because that wasn't, it's not like they had iPhones. <laughs> it's impressive then. that they eventually replaced the pigeon with computers. Yeah. 
And it's but the pigeon was the first computer for for ordinances then. And all the all guidance computer does is this image, put it in the middle. Yeah. And hold it there. And then that's all that is. Right. Even the even the dart mission where we hit that asteroid. But the pigeon has to thing. tap it so that it has feedback on where the image is. Yeah. So yeah, if yeah. it taps in the top right, it knows like, oh, we got to go it up was and like, to the right. It was like a nine by nine grid, basically. Yeah. So if it tapped in the middle, it was like, okay, cool, don't change. You know, if it taps on the right, then blah, blah, blah. But um, I did see some of the test videos that were hilarious because <laughs> every now and then the pigeon would randomly tap somewhere it wasn't supposed to. So the bomb's like, off, way off course. And you just you just see it like randomly doing things and it's trying to turn again and you just see it it's boop, just funny into the water like you drop a bomb in DCS you're just like oh well it it, it didn't feel like going to the target today oh, well, no we again. what we need <laughs> what we honestly need is we need like a like a 1950s like because this is like early 1950s work better than armory crate yeah yeah they do <laughs> and they download faster yeah. have, they, have you ever tried to download and install armory crate people anyway um, the pigeons. It's, it's hilarious because this takes place between World War II and Vietnam, right? Or, or Korea War, technically. So I feel like we need a Battlefield game where you drop a bomb and then you have to tap the screen with your mouse. <laughs> you like, click, 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 click to guide it. I feel that, that there'll be like a mobile, the mobile companion app. Yeah, like yeah, you, yeah. You, you have to tap from your, yeah. Because <laughs> what was it? We For maximum be... immersion, you have to actually use your head. <laughs> your nose. Yeah, yeah, you have to use your nose. I mean, it was like Battlefield 3. You could be a commander from a tablet. Right. Oh yeah, I remember. Yeah, that. I miss those days because <laughs> I used to do that when when I traveled for work. I didn't have a gaming laptop that could play Battlefield, so I just would do the app on my iPad, and then I would just do Commander stuff. Yeah, <laughs> but again, you know, they had to go and break everything I love. All right, moving on. <laughs> so yeah, another sad. Thing we had some. We had <laughs> we had some emails come in that I requested from from live chat. So this comes nice. from Jeremy. He says, "Hey, oh, if you could build." A point in time tribute or nostalgic build, what would the combination be? And he's resp- he's specifically asking for favorite nostalgic generation of GPU and CPU. I feel like it's just going to be all three of our our childhood era computers. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. My my favorite is still that E sixty one hundred or e, excuse me E sixty three hundred that one point eight six gigahertz Core two Duo that I ran at three point four two its entire life, and that was paired with the eighty uh, eight hundred GTX. Ooh, that's um, a good car. That's a good time. Yeah, yeah. It was the eighty eight hundred GTX Ultra. I would do. I would definitely do my old Pentium three eight hundred megahertz and a Voodoo three two thousand build just to play the crap out of Quake three and mm-hmm. suck at it. <laughs> it's, it's a toss up between the five eighty because that's like my first first like decent one or the nine eighty the MSI nine eighty that I thought was like the GTR of graphics cards at the time. They that are black, that black and silver one. Yeah, Dude, my, my friend's still on a nine eighty Ti. <laughs> like, he was referring to the specific one from Gigabyte. That was yeah. a Gigabyte card. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, that was also from the era, though, where they were thin metal and they liked to squish and then the fans wouldn't turn if you were like if, the problem I found. Oh, like, yeah, that, oh, yeah, yeah. This was one of the oh, yeah, like this, if, if it got shipped and jostled even. No, slightly, no, it's not that. It this was, was, And this is what oh. irritated me about about this with Gigabyte. This was like the first like major complaint I had as a content creator <laughs> is they would take those those coolers, right, which are very flimsy metal and then put them in the anti-static bag and then they would push them in the oh, thing and then push the foam, it down yeah. and that, then push the foam and it would squish it. And it was happening repeatedly for multiple generations. And I was like, how could they not know this was happening? I think like right when I first started working with you, uh, you had one of those cards that was messed up. And yeah. that was the yeah. reason you gave me your like, oh, yeah, the fan doesn't turn because it got bent. And I was like, what? <laughs> I got <laughs> one too. It was like the Gigabyte yeah. 1080. But those are the ones where the fans overlapped. So there was one fan like underneath and two fans overlapping. So if it got like bent at all, then the middle fan wouldn't turn, mm-hmm. which sucked. But and, and if you were going to like water cool, it didn't matter. Those were the... Um, uh, Windforce OC card. Oh yeah, were. yeah. Um, wait, wait, no, that's the MSI. MSI was Windforce. Gigabyte's Windforce. Gigabyte was like extreme. 
Gigabyte was Windforce. Okay. Everyone in chat, tell Nick how wrong he is. Uh, <laughs> moving on. Um, uh. No, so the 8800 GTX Ultra was my first high-end card, but it was a generation old because I, I, I had actually bought it from Brian. Oh, right. Uh, when he went to the uh, GTX 285 or oh, whatever it was, the first dual card. It might have been a 295, but the, it was a dual GPU card. Uh, but yes, anyway, Windforce is absolutely gigabyte. Um, let's see here. Okay, this one comes from Stephen Hoffman. That sounds very famous. Hey, Jay, Nick, and Phil. Which is each of your favorite guilty pleasure movie? Something not related, not rated well or was just overlooked at the time, but you enjoy watching and rewatching. I love Wayne's World and Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. That's nothing wrong with Bill and Ted's. Yeah, those are like classics. <laughs> uh, hmm. I have a couple that come to mind. Go for it. I'm still thinking of mine. <laughs> um, Napoleon Dynamite. For I don't know why. That's just nostalgia for me. Uh, it's early 2000s. I was already an adult. <laughs> <laughs> the, the joke is I don't know why. That's why. <laughs> hey. <laughs> no, yeah, do, do the hand motion again. Oh, it stopped it. It was still going. Do it again. <laughs> no, I like the World of Warcraft movie. Everyone hated that movie. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know. I. It really comes that, down to the point. The point time I was terrible. <laughs> that reminded me of Blades uh, of Glory as well. <laughs> Oh, I never saw that one. <laughs> it's bad. It's like, so bad. I like Nacho Libre. I never saw it. Oh, okay. I like Jack Black, but I never saw that one. Nacho probably... Libre, Hot Fuzz, and Shaun of the Dead. Those are all good movies. They're not, they're not how could those, good. How could those be guilty pleasures? <laughs> yeah. Guilty pleasures are like, you love to watch Legally Blonde. We should do guilty pleasure. Okay, let's do guilty pleasure songs after the movies. But okay, my movies would probably be Speed Racer, like the Wachowski brought uh, siblings. Oh, oh, that one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one and uh, Final Fantasy VII Advent Children. Because you mentioned the video that game was movie. good, though. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, in the overall scheme of things, everyone was like, nerdy video game movie sucks. It's CG. <laughs> Look at them now. <laughs> I know. Guilty Pleasure song would be uh, Britney Spears' Toxic. <clears throat> I will blast that at, like, <laughs> 500 decibels. Aqua's Barbie Girl. <laughs> nice. <laughs> like because my kids <laughs> just started messing around oh, with that no, song. They, 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 they found yep. out about it. <laughs> Oh, Come on, Bobby. Let's go party. <laughs> ah, 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 yeah. The problem is if you listen to the lyrics, it's extremely dirty. Yeah. <laughs> so you're in like a little golden Undress me everywhere. <laughs> it's fantastic. Made of plastic. Yeah, it's terrible. My kid's singing that. I'm like, actually, I don't like the song anymore. Yeah, you know? yeah. What do you listen to stuff? It's bad. Like, it's not. A, the lyrics are terrible for an eight-year-old to be singing. It's like when you finally, like, understand what the lyrics of My Pony is about. And then you're just like, oh, oh, yeah, oh, oh, Nick, I'm I'm thinking, I mean, Toxic is a good one. Hit me, baby. Like anything Britney Spears at this point. And then T-Swift. I think it was because. Oh, uh, hold on. What's T-Swift? I'm curious now. There's a couple, but right now it's, it's (laughs) anti-hero. So Tay-Tay. Yeah. Mm, yeah, You want to have a slumber party? We listen to Tay-Tay and do our nails. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I know you're not down because I have family. I'm trying to get away. <laughs> well, uh, let me ask my mom because uh, you have to you ask, ask your mom. mom. <laughs> You're 31 years old. Hold on, I gotta ask my mom. Yeah. You're 31 years old. Yeah. Oh my god. I love it. You I have to it. ask my mom because if I ask, she's gonna say no. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. You got to do the thing where you just show up with him behind you. No, uh, I'm at, gonna at ask door. your mom. I'm gonna ask your mom. She's gonna be like, "Well, actually, Nick has chores to do. <laughs> he has homework." Oh my gosh. Because You're not wrong, Phil. 
He has to he has to level up the plateau in Rocket League before he can, before Jake can come over. Well, guess you're not coming over then. <laughs> <laughs> Sucks. I'm okay with it. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> All right, Maurice Wright in chat says, so we uh, know so much about Nick. How much do you guys know about Nick? Anyway, that's but not creepy. as much about Phil. When Jay and Phil met, did Phil geek out? If not, insert Phil on the team story here. I put out a job listing and Phil's friend who watches the channel, Phil had watched it periodically and he'd seen like the Terry Crews stuff and whatnot. But his friend was like, hey, you should apply. And Phil was like, oh, okay, sure, whatever. He probably will never get noticed. And they got hired and here you, you are. You got to tell, tell him when you first realized how tall... How tall I am. <laughs> so the, pro- tall. the way the process went is I was not involved in the hiring until the very end. I got the final say. Yeah. Um, but my my operations officer, he's the one that did all the uh, vetting of, of the application process and the initial um, re- reading the applications. And then there was first a, uh, a Slack meeting. He had a Slack interview online with all the candidates and he recorded all of them so that I could just watch them later. And when I'm looking for in the Slack calls was not just what is your capability as an editor? What is your technology knowledge? Cause tech technology and PC knowledge was secondary that I didn't need my editor and my videographer to be versed in tech. It was a huge bonus, yeah. but I, it wasn't necessary for what the position was, was entailed or entailing. So watching the videos, it seemed like there was a, a pretty good dynamic. Like I could tell you were nervous, but Brian's pretty good at breaking the ice and, mm-hmm. and making people feel comfortable. And the you made a couple of like edgy jokes, not like and by edgy jokes I mean a couple of responses like that's what she said, kind of a thing. You know, just kind of like <laughs> to the point where I was like, okay, this guy could meld with the team because we're <laughs> yeah. all inappropriate here. Cause you know, because that's like a thing that a lot of people don't think about is like, you know, when you're hiring for a company that's kind of like this, it's it's very important to have to make sure that the vibe. Yeah. Works. And if and if and if you kind of tested the waters a little bit there and we were uncomfortable with it, it wouldn't have been a good fit because yeah. none of us can. It's very hard in our videos to not. Uh, we always say something that has to be cut, but we do it just to get it out so that we can not have to slip later. Okay, let's face it. But the diff- but the thing was like I it felt like okay his personality he's energetic. Um, your laugh really? happened. Yeah, you were. I'm kidding. Were inter- I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Your, your laugh happened a few times, and I'm like, oh, that laugh, right? Like everyone else, and then. It just felt comfortable with that particular watching the interview. I'm like, okay, he seems like somebody that would fit with the team. Then we did the in-person, uh, actually, I, I, Brian and I had meetings about it. We discussed it and we had follow. we had narrowed it down to a few more. Um, and then I believe he had call, called you back and was like, hey, are you cool with doing an in-person meeting where you get to meet Jay? And that's where we went to Eureka Burger. Oh, yeah. I and that. we had our like just a, a lunch meeting kind of a thing. And I remember when you walked up, I was like, (laughs) and my first thought was, damn, because I was like, how is he going to film me if he's literally five feet? What are you, five foot two? Yeah, five foot two. I'm like, how the heck? Literally a foot over. I'm like, how is this going to, every shot's going to be an up the nostril (laughs) shot is what I'm thinking. I'm like, shit. Because Jay forgot that uh, like monopods exist. Never used one. Oh, yeah. one. Didn't even own one. I had to, I had to buy it for you. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was, I was, was hand holding everything. Because, yeah, because yeah, you're, 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 you're tall. You're six foot. Yeah. So I'm six foot four. For those who don't know, you can convert that to inch or to whatever 
to inches. Centimeters, to or whatever inches. crap, stones, <laughs> I don't know, hands. Would, I don't know how you guys measure in I other think parts you're of the like 190-something, and I'm like 150-something. Americans yeah, will measure in know. any kind of unit, unit of measurement. Except for metric. Except for yeah. metric, yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, so anyway, I, I have a response to that in a second. Um, so my first thought was like, damn it. This is, this. how is this going to work? Anyway, we went to lunch. Everything was great. We chatted for a while. We get, we threw a, a few hypotheticals at you. Um, no, actually, I take that back. It wasn't the Eureka Burger. Didn't we meet at Blaze Pizza first? Yeah, I think so. It was outside one of those, one of those restaurants or something like Did that. Did we have two in-person meetings? We had one performance test where you had me film the uh, okay, then, of the then phases it was, of the... Yeah, the then it was Eureka Burger. Then we didn't... I think what, what I'm confusing is Brian and I had a, had a lunch meeting separate and then... Okay, so I said, yeah, bring him in for an interview in person. By the way, for the metric people, uh, 193 centimeters for Jay and 157 for me. So we had that in-person meeting, uh, and I was like, okay. And my, and my, Brian and I already decided, like, if it's going well, we'll have, we'll, we'll do trial by fire with you that day because that was literally part one of the post Malone. Yep. So not only were you like, okay, cool. Uh, I, that's when I was like, can you stay for a couple hours and kind of. Because you already said you knew the FS seven or the FS five, and we were very comfortable with our hardware that we have, and you were you knew it very well. I was like, "Cool, do you mind kind of shooting something for us today, just so we can kind of see your your process and your train of thought?" And you were like, "Cool." I'm like, "Sweet," because Post Malone's coming by today, and you can film that. And your first thought was like, "Oh shit, okay, cool." And then you're like me; you don't nerd out and and get all starstruck. You don't. You weren't like, "Oh god, it's Post Malone." Mm-hmm. You might have a little bit with Terry Crews because he has that effect on people. He's yeah. super cool. Yeah, I but <laughs> no, you nailed it. And then I think we offered you the job like the next day. Yep. So it, it's it's pretty standard. Oh, for the audio people, down. the audio only people. Uh, yeah. When the motion Jay made when he first met me was basically like he was looking like a foot above where my head should be, and then he slowly looked down and then realized. And I was like, oh man. <laughs> it's like, how is this physically gonna work? And it's like, <laughs> it's okay. We got we got equipment. I look at it this way. Your resume. <laughs> Your resume, although wasn't studio heavy, it was very on. You're very much a run and gun on location type of yeah, videographer. I mean, that's how. Yeah, that's how I got. Started. But you you adapted quickly and well, and you know it, it went on. the The rest is history, as they say. Yeah. What I want to say to you, Nick, is you said Americans will find a way to measure anything except in metric. In metric. <laughs> so you have 17 millimeter, 15 millimeter. You got T3s. You got your torques. You got your triple squares and all that shit. What size wrench do all of those fit in? Quarter inch, three eighths inch, and half inch. Yeah, you're right. Why are the drives <laughs> every single wrench yeah. on the planet uses inch as the socket type, and then whatever the socket is for the the size. So all y'all are using Imperial, okay? And you can always every <laughs> freaking one of you. And you can always do the joke that like, oh, we can't hear you from the moon or Mars. <laughs> we can't hear your centimeters. But, but the, the funny thing about that though is that like I've played so much Kerbal that like when I see like a space shuttle launch like character six something and it's like oh it's blah 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 in feet per second. I'm like I have no idea how fast that is. Because you're because you're used to yeah, meters. I'm per already second. used to yeah using metric for all the space stuff because everything else uses. It. Yeah. But yeah, it does crack me up that like I I literally have a better feel for meters per second than feet per second in my head daryl masters wants to know if you get paid well you're still here so i hope so (laughs) (laughs) what if i just don't have a choice no i'm kidding (laughs) wow you don't have a choice (laughs) is five four short in the united states yes i'm pretty much short everywhere except for the philippines (laughs) which is my native people and i'm i'm like slightly short there (laughs) too dude if you went to the philippines you would literally never have to 
not see anything. Like you would, you would be able to see across the entire country. <laughs> like literally, I swear. <laughs> I think I don't think there's anyone. There's like probably maybe two people that are like as tall as Nick, if that. <laughs> So Aaron Belaski in chat says, heard this on the radio one time and the debate was hilarious. How many third graders could you take on at once? No weapons, just your body. Oh, dude, I'm screwed. <laughs> I don't know. Well, you could put up quite the fight, but I think maybe your your cardio capacity is where you're. Yeah, I'll put like an initially okay fight. Are these American kindergarten third graders? Or are these other, because American third graders have a little more heft. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say because they're armed. Wow, you're so <laughs> tall. You built like a giraffe. Well, you built like, like a baked bean. I thought, I thought you were just. It's like say. that. It's like that doctor kid I showed you. So there's this. I, I should. I sent it to the group chat. Oh, you, you didn't did? see it? No, yeah, look at the group chat. I sent that. I think it was this morning. Yeah, yeah it was this morning. Oh, last night. Last night. It's a doctor's kit, right? Tell them. Oh, what's yeah. a, Wait, tell, what? Hold on. Tell them what's on the kit, and then tell them what the last item is. Okay. So there's there's a there's the stethoscope. There's some pills. There are bowling pins for some reason. <laughs> And like a heart monitor and a shotgun. Oh, it's like a pump action revolver shotgun rifle <laughs> with three darts that go into it. And it says, play a game right next to it. So this doctor is did a horse not doctor. take. <laughs> it's a horse doctor, yeah, dude. Well, they, <laughs> they did not take the doctor's oath. They did not take the Hippocratic oath. Oh, Hippocratic oath. <laughs> Do no harm. It was a doctor's kit with a gun in it. Yeah. <laughs> What's I just like that it's like a creating patients one at a time. But it's like a it's like a like a casserole of a gun because <laughs> it has like every yeah. It's like a revolver shotgun pump. It's like a it's like a zombie apocalypse weapon. Yeah, yeah but it has a it has a gun in it. It's a horse so, doctor. So do the third graders have guns? Because yeah. it's possible, I guess but these days. I just love that the gun is still in the like the blue and pink like color scheme. Yeah, too. It's, it's very all, it's, it's very feminine. Cute. Yeah, it's very feminine. It's all pink and white. And so. What's the size of an average class nowadays? Is it like 20, 25? I don't know. Do you think you could take on 25 third graders? I think I could take a class. I was a big third grader, okay? Let me put it in perspective for you. In third grade, that's almost 10, right? Nine. Nine? Eight to nine. I was a solid 125 pounds, and I was already like five foot five. So those are the ones you have to prioritize first. (laughs) Somebody said... (laughs) Do you know what's nine millimeter ammo in American system? It's also nine millimeter. So yeah, we do use metric sometimes, (laughs) just for guns and drugs apparently. But But don't forget, we also have the forty-five and the forty and gauge. Yeah. So uh, I think look look at this way: an ant can't take on like a bullfrog, right? But enough ants will disassemble the bullfrog. Yeah. Okay. So you'll get disassembled. If it happens, it happens. (laughs) Look, either I'm going to get put out of my misery or... No checkmark games is asking, do they all attack at once or they line up? No, it has to be at once. Yeah, Yeah, it has to be at once. Because the only thing that would happen is eventually you wouldn't be able to lift your arms anymore if it's an infinite number of third graders. Yeah, this isn't... It's like like taking on a zombie horde. (laughs) It's going to be like like Kingsman. Like, they all just go wild. Uh, oh yeah, like the church scene. Yeah, like yeah. the church. It's just gonna look like that. But it's also like, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, yeah, attack all at once instead of like a Marvel movie where they always take turns yeah, to yeah. attack the, the plot armor people. I'm gonna say, even though I'm I'm a bigger dude, I I have a a workout capacity that's pretty high, uh, pretty good cardio for a guy my size, and plenty of strength. I'm gonna say I could easily take fifty plus. I think all I would have to do, honestly, because one, I have an extremely high pain threshold, so I'd be able to just endure, but I don't think any of these third graders are going to survive more than one hit for me, and probably multiples of them through one swing. Are they like hopped up a Mountain Dew, or... (laughs) 
Like, so that's more perfect because I can use our own momentum against them. But all I, all I have to do is, is keep keep them from getting around behind. Just get one and then use... Yeah, use that pick one. Them, grab them by the, the ankles. <laughs> and start doing like they do with ice skating, right? Wee, wee, wee. Anyway, like Neo versus so, Agent Smith. Like that in the scene. Oh my God, yeah. yeah so yeah, I, yeah. Feel like, I feel like it's as long as... Brawl. Well, I feel like as long as you protect your backside, like you can't take any kidney... No, by kidney punches and yeah, yeah, yeah. back of the neck, like that kind of stuff, the sensitive areas. I feel like as long as you can protect... And, and be backing up while taking all attacks from the front. I think easily 50, just my hands. I think so. And then if I get bored, I'll probably start picking up and breaking necks and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I he wanna, asked. Yeah, they did Just ask. your body. Phil, yeah. three? Uh, I think <laughs> three. No, you could take on 10. Maybe, yeah. Maybe like a half a class or a class. <laughs> The thing is, it's gonna be like like any. I could I could probably take on a whole class of like twenty five, but like I I would be pretty messed up at the end, you know. <laughs> like, then the boss comes in. <laughs> no, it's gonna be like it's gonna be like any zombie game, right? You're gonna have different size and capabilities. You're gonna have a few of the giant boomers walking around. Mm-hmm. You're gonna have some that you're gonna have to sort of prioritize. As long as the screamers are gonna be the most annoying ones. Yeah, because they they just get other classes to jump in. Yeah. <laughs> Like I said, you got to prioritize. They might even be taller than me. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so Peter T says, uh, Jay, you're six foot four. Remember exactly where those third graders are going to be hitting. <laughs> yeah, you got to protect your backside and your front side for you. <laughs> yeah, joke's on you. I can retract it into my body. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hands free or? <laughs> no, it's like uh, it's Dwight. Like- so I'm a huge office fan. Dwight was also the ones like, I can also make my penis retract into my body. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like there you go you know you have to worry no. about that i guess you can't retract your nuts into your body though it's not the penis you have to be worried about <laughs> right yeah oh my gosh i mean i don't know i've never like had to think about this <laughs> i just jumped in what the hell are we talking about right now <laughs> it's uh from the freaking audience question because you guys are awesome yeah it's how many third graders can we take on yeah. and it t- because i'm tall i have to protect the the the, the, the biddies in the front <laughs> the bits Okay. Wait, but what if you tell them that they all win 20 V-Bucks, though? Then we're screwed. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> no, no, they all get unlimited Roblox. Oh, yeah, Robux. We're, all, we're so screwed. <laughs> uh, okay, last question here. With the summer coming up, what are your methods to min- minimize heat output for gaming? Don't game. Okay. Um, yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah. That's, you can't minimize. There's no Sorry, minimizing it. That's physics. <laughs> what kind of... Next next question. That's, no, I closed it. Okay. I was done. How do you how do you make a fire have less fire? <laughs> it's basically I don't know. Enclose it so it doesn't have air. <laughs> Somebody said, "Take a freezing cold bath and your nuts will auto retract." <laughs> auto retract like it's a feature. Yeah, Wait, hold take, on. Take I can't. I can't fight quick. these fifty plus third graders because I have to take a cold bath real quick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, you have to fight them while in the bath. Oh my god! I don't know why I just thought of like it's like an anime like transformation sequence. Activate battle mode. Okay, here we go. Oh yes, that's the sound they make <laughs> when they retract. I was, I was thinking more like crisis. <laughs> oh yeah, a maximum ball protection. <laughs> Brought to you by JC. And then you get the hexagons around the side, but they're just balls. Ramirez, get to the burger town. Ramirez, retract your ball. Hold, hold F to retract balls. Hold F to retract balls. This is the best episode uh, ever. Oh my god! Anyway, hi Jay. I, no, I was I was trying to I was trying to change the question in my mind. How many could you take on? 
if you were allowed one weapon, and what would the weapon be? I feel like people would immediately be like, oh, a giant axe. I'm just swinging around. Yeah, but you're going to wind yourself Can really it be quickly. a lightsaber so I could just like live out no. my Anakin fantasy before I die? No. And not to mention, think about how awkward it would be swinging a lightsaber because there's no tip weight. Swinging swords and stuff, it's all about the balance and the tip weight. Yeah, every time I've used a lightsaber in VR, <laughs> Shut though. Shut up. <laughs> Jesus. <I'm sorry. laughs> I was going to say, no, that's why lightsabers don't really work in VR combat games because you can just do this. Yeah, just pull, yeah. <laughs> you just and, flail and it. it. Yeah, hold dancing. it out in front of you and flail it, and then and then they're dead. <laughs> now, what real weapon that exists? That's a handheld weapon. Would you use? It can't be like a got a cannon. <laughs> you know, you can't do that. I mean, at this point, because I'm probably gonna die anyway. I feel like. Oh God. I feel like it would be interesting to just get my John Wick on and use a pistol. <laughs> mm, that and, like, try to try to learn CQB before I die. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, that's all good. And, that's all fun and games until your first reload because you're yeah. gonna, you're going to drop the magazine on the reload yep. and the bullet's going to fall out of it and you're just going to be like, oh crap! You got to pick it up. You got to do it like Left 4 Dead too. You just keep mailing until your gun's fully reloaded and then you can shoot. You're going to go. You're going to go to try and put the slide back. You're going to somehow slide it off. <laughs> Is the guns falling apart in your hand? I w- yeah, I wish. But I- that, that's when the John Wick engages. Like you just stab them with the, the, the lower of the gun. I wish I recorded point. the first time I played Onward in VR because it was hilarious. That's exactly what happened. I was like crouched behind the thing trying to reload. I dropped like two mags on the ground <laughs> and like I accidentally grabbed a grenade instead of the next mag. And they're just like, "Dude, we need cover fire!" And I'm like, "Ah!" Just panicking because the panic is real, right? Like you could practice all you want, but as, until that's drilled into your head, like actual people that fight, <laughs> like yeah. soldiers and stuff. Like, yeah, no, the moment, like, stuff starts going down, um, it, it just becomes hilarious. <laughs> it just, Gosh, I was, was, like, pushing the magazine <laughs> to the ground on accident, trying to grab them. It was hilarious. That's my favorite. That was my favorite part of watching a... Of refing the paintball team, like paintball groups. And the, oh, oh the we, want, we want to go to the speedball field. Like, are you sure? <laughs> are you sure about that? And then they go, but as soon as the noise starts hitting the bunker, they just go full panic and like they they just sit there like covering their ears. Yeah, they just like it. it's loud because they're not hearing the. You see, hear it bouncing like the reverb sound in there. Yeah, I always I always think like. Of that was it Mike Tyson quote where he's just like everyone has a plan until you get punched in the face. It's yeah. like yeah, yeah. You, know, you, you can practice all your reloads until you're getting shot. Mike Tyson at. has great quotes. <laughs> everyone has a plan until they get punched in the face, and people got way too comfortable with not getting punched in the mouth when they say something but like that deserves it. Punched in the mouth. Punched in, in the, the mouth. mouth. <laughs> Mike Tyson. <laughs> what what weapon would you choose, Nick? I just do like I don't know, just a little short knife, little knife. Little short oh. knife, yeah, yeah. It's, I was thinking like a surgeon's scalpel. No, I'm thinking see, <laughs> like an exacto knife, basically. No, I'm thinking there, surgeon's scalpels are round. Exacto oh. knives are like a triangle. Oh, right. Uh, yeah, no. Honestly, just something lightweight. Just let's just make them really regret their choices. You know, they, they won't. They won't. They won't die. They'll. They'll just retreat because they'll think about. Somebody said, "What about a whip?" <laughs> I don't have. Indi- I don't have any points in Indiana Jones. Yeah, I'm not so, Indiana. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, this wasn't. That's the wrong button. This was an interesting show. <laughs> oh man, that's what happens when you just end up gaffing for the week. But yep. uh, I say it went well. Um, a mini nuke. Yeah, I guess that'll. Take yeah, I have count. one more show. I have one more show that I'll be a part of for sure. Prior to my surgery, and then we'll figure out what's going to happen. But I don't. I don't want the show to stop if I'm not able to be here. So somehow, some way, I'll be. I'll be here and involved. I'm not sure what that means. But something. So, 
Anyway, guys, if you want to write us, rtfm at jstwocents.com. Fun questions like the whole, how many third graders could you take on with just your body kind of questions are what we're looking for here. No, no questions. I don't want to help you with your computer. No, I don't want to help you pick parts. No, I don't want to help you troubleshoot it. All right, guys, thanks for watching. As always, we'll see you in the next one. Peace. Bye.